Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the four amigos. Got James and Colin from Movie Rankers back. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good to be back. Thank you. Thanks for having us back. Anytime. We got action movie undercover narc himself. John Mark is back on the show as always. Always great to be here. And I'm your host, Soli. And I'm not going to solidify this. I'm just going to make this very official. I'm going to flat out say we are talking the evolution of planet Hollywood. <laughs> While we have, in general, talked about the actual famous restaurant of the same name, I figured, hey, how about just do a brief cliff notes of the one only careers of Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Bruce Willis. Why did they get to be that rivaling trio? And how did they evolve throughout the various eras? So, once again, always a joy having you guys on because you are big movie buffs and you're all about it's just kind of why did you see these movies just endless times throughout VHS and DVD Blu-ray eras? Why are you going to watch them 500 more times before you die? <laughs> so it's great having you guys on. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting how all three of these guys' careers have basically, you know, started out late in the 70s. Basically, Arnold was a featured extra or heavy. He <laughs> got to be on the streets of San Francisco hit off big with the conan and terminator franchise stallone same deal rocky and rambo and then doing his own thing and bruce willis came in very late in the game after being a tv actor and extra and then you know after die hard it was pretty much a matter of a bunch of expensive flops and ensemble work so uh it's interesting seeing how we are now in the 2020s i never could have predicted where they are now you know with Bruce Willis was doing a lot of made for digital, made for, you know, limited release movies and apparently has a form of dimension, is officially retired this year. Uh, Stallone is still doing unusual vanity projects that no one knows what to expect. And then Arnold's been kind of silent, just slowly developing a lot of stuff, mainly just been active on Twitter, doing political yeah. talk. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't think Stallone will ever stop. He, no, he's got he can't. He's, he's got, got a gadget. Yeah, he, could... he just won't yeah, won't allow him to stop. Ever since he started rocking, when you hear the the stories of how that film got made and what he had to sacrifice to get that done, I'm not surprised he's still going at the age he is because yeah, he must have some sort of you know. Jurassic and then it took him. Thing. It took him rebooting the character again to get another award nom. It's just like, what do you do when audiences want to keep seeing you do the same thing again, regardless of whether it's formulaic or not? And it is funny how, yeah, I, I think I think you're right. He could easily be a part cyborg with a pacemaker that's not mm -hmm. working, and he'd still be trucking along, no problem. <laughs> Five hundred surgeries later, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm he's getting divorced this year, believe it or not, and he's still oh, is trucking. He is. Yeah, he is. Twenty five years married. Wouldn't that was just announced when his movie came out. Jeez, that had to suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he just. Uh, did the PR and then just went home and got hammered. And just said, "Fuck it." <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope you like my new Amazon Prime movie. It's all on digital. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice. You seen the Samaritan? I want to. I I have. I've watched it. Yeah. What's your takes? I I enjoyed it. I thought it was very. Uh, I I thought it was very throwback. It felt very early nineties, eighties action. I, it did kind of. From what I was seeing, kind of people kind of I didn't go in any reviews because I didn't want spoilers, but it did, I was kind of getting a mild kind of 
heroes unbreakable kind of vibe from it i was just like okay so it's just that's kind of what they're going for with that i would say watchable one-time watch okay watch mediocre watch oh, i say one, yeah, one time watch again. for that one time okay yeah I'll probably go back and watch it again i think i i yeah i i, I really did enjoy it I thought I thought the fight sequences and stuff in it, although they were, you know, very Stallone, very punchy, very <laughs> beefcake. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, beefcake fight scenes. I, I, yeah, it was, it was it was definitely a throwback. I'd yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Especially if you're past Stallone. Do you think it's just uh, more on candy kind of role for him? compared to some of his other vanity projects that kind of flopped hard or were great, but we didn't see enough of? I could say that, yeah. All right. Um, Do you guys so, know when so, uh, Expendables 4 is due out? Uh, apparently just next year. I, yeah, I ironically. Keep, I keep well, trying to find news about that. Almost 2023, apparently, yeah. They did like some Vegas expo where they were also they showing off like John Wick 4. Footage, that's it. Yeah, random footage, <laughs> different. The poster looks very cool. Yeah. So this brings me to my next question, and I'll circle around. So, <laughs> James? Barney Ross from The Expendables or John J. Rambo? Who wins the fight? Oh, there's, there's no... I know, there's but no, see, question. No. Barney stays alive for homages and comic book logic stuff. And Rambo's yeah. also kind of a comic book superhero. So, like I, the I Punisher. Think Rambo, I think with Rambo, you've got the full story by now, haven't you? You've got... You've seen more... You think he's got more, more machetes yeah. and gun play to where eventually Barney's going to say fuck it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you've seen him grow up. Barney, what do you really know about Barney? You don't really know a lot about him. You don't know a lot about his past. He was in Serbia. He let a woman trip on a landmine. <laughs> he was miserable with Mickey Rourke and he got betrayed yeah. by Mel Gibson. So yeah. technically yeah. Rambo and Riggs, yeah, they were working together again. Okay. So Colin... I never... I never uh, I, I think I'm going to have to say Rambo because I never see Barney Ross as a major threat. Like when you see him, Rambo is pretty much in, indestructible, isn't he? Kind of, you see all the stuff he's gone through mentally and all that. He's Barney, like Jack Bauer, McLean, yeah, and yeah. even John Reese, some person of interest. He's going to take 500. You can break his leg yeah. and basically skin him almost alive like the predator and he's eventually gonna just persist <laughs> and then you can look at him and uh in the film so when he, he got his ass whooped by van damme and stuff like that. he's more human i think than not that rambo isn't human but his characters he, he can more. survive a rock fall yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of right. stone broke his back in that rock fall didn't he in the first one uh, no, this is the first one and yeah, he's like we are not whatever and fans wanted Stone Cold back, and he's like, "No, not wrestling with that giant Red prick Trump. anymore." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John, uh, who wins this scuffle, hand to hand or in a gunfight? I'll just say Rambo as well. <laughs> just by default, the nostalgia is too huge. Okay, cool. Um, have, so have you got one of these questions for all of the actors we're talking about today? Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so I, I Conan versus Terminator is not fair. So I'm gonna go with uh John Kruger from Eraser versus John Matrix from Commando. Oh versus yeah. oh. versus how dare oh, okay. you? How dare you? Yes, <laughs> I am a bastard. Um 
versus pulling up other endless Stallone characters. Uh, what's his name in Last Action Hero? Oh, oh, is it John as well, isn't it? No, no, it's no, no, Jack no. Slater. Slater. <laughs> Versus Jack Slater in Last Action oh, Hero. Oh, oh, all my names must begin with a J, otherwise I get confused. Yeah, right. If it's not James Bond, your name begins with a J. Um, <laughs> um, versus, versus, uh, what's his name in Total Recall? Um, oh, God, oh. I'm a bastard. Um, Quaid? Yes, howdy, Quaid. Okay. So Jack. Okay. All right. So Douglas Quaid versus <laughs> Jack Slater versus John Kruger versus John Matrix. It's <laughs> Arnold's showdown. <laughs> who, who wants to take this one first? As a refresher for those who don't know, Matrix is basically special ops and is a Rambo knockoff. Kruger is basically uh, also, special, special forces who makes level. people disappear in witness protection and has superpowered sci-fi guns. <laughs> Jack Slater is a movie character, and we'll presume they're all in a movie together. And he has dynamite, a giant red Cadillac, and a shotgun. <laughs> and yeah. Quaid can rip people's arms off and has all kinds of other ass kicking on Mars to be proud of. So, and maybe a hologram so he can disguise himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is quite a tough one, actually. Because <laughs> if it was Commando, or if it was just Conan or Terminator, you would just be like, oh, well, uh, it's a machine versus, well, I like Conan more. You know, it wouldn't be much of a fight. It'd be nostalgia. So. <laughs> I, I think Matrix. I think Matrix could take it because you right. see how many bad guys like he kills at the end of that film. You think he's got the stuff and the sci fi guns? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's just like these hundreds of people running at him. He and does. He's there with a machine gun. He's just taking them all out. And then he's got. He the is good with a parachute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Colin, how about you? I'm going Slater. Let's face it. I mean, he was he was the in, dynamite, he was, baby. Okay. He, uh, you know, he's virtually indestructible in that film as well. He can't. He can't. Even in the real world, kind of. Even yeah. in the real world, no, he does in the real world. As long as he's got that gold ticket, he's all right. So all I'm right. going to say, Action Hero is a bloody good film. I don't care what anyone says about that. Oh yeah, I I, I, ju I just got the Blu-ray recently, and I can't wait to give it to my uncle, who's going to be like, "Oh, what? This sounds familiar. Who's it by? It's the same writer as Ready Player One and uh, Free Guy." <laughs> in my in our mind. <laughs> I'll get you guys back on for that episode. I, in my mind, that is the perfect virtual reality trilogy. Anyway, kind of makes sense. Oh, actually, yeah. They even yeah. put in a, a Easter egg for Last Action Hero where they were making Ready Player One, and the writer Zach Penn, you know, who made them all, was like, "Get out! No, where?" <laughs> Glad to have some fans. Twenty years later, um. So, uh, John, how about yourself? Who are you going with? Kruger, Matrix, Quaid. Uh, it's like I want to say Kruger, but I'm gonna have to go Matrix. Okay, mm -hmm. even better. Like he's like indestructible. Hey, green berries for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You could have had him from Predator. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Dutch. Dutch mm. would have. I reckon Dutch would have taken it. Honestly, if uh, he if probably would. Out. He does have that grenade launcher and can survive an alien. Um, versus Rambo. If we're doing crossovers. So. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Okay, so whoever wins has to fight McLean one way or the other. So we got deep now. Okay, so Matrix versus Rambo. I'm personally am kind of a Quaid guy, even though as much as I love Slater and Matrix, it's just Quaid just has the best one-liners. It's just like get your Astomas. Um 
especially because Verhoeven's just basically satirizing all the other movies. Like you can just tell, like the when he's mistaken for a John McClane at the airport. I'm like, yeah, Verhoeven's shitting on American blockbusters. I love it. Um, so yeah, Matrix versus Rambo. Who's gonna run out of ammo first and then have to fight with a knife? In fact, let's just say knife fight because machine guns is so unfair, even for their invincibility. <laughs> which which Rambo knife though? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, let's just say he has all of them, the throwing knives as well as just the explosive arrows and Matrix has a pipe he can throw and impel people with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'd, I'd go Rambo still. Yeah. I all think right. he's got enough. He's a bit more sneaky, you know. He's, he's, he's got, got enough of a John McCain being captured and enduring torture. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I just give it to Matrix just by an edge, even though he is a knockoff character. The director even said he stole basically all the footage of Rambo and just studied it for like a day. Um, Matrix, I just feel, is going to crash enough cars and defy gravity. And maybe he he has, it's not shown, but in my mind, you know, even though Rambo jumps out of copters and has saved probably over 5,000 POWs, and I just, I just have a feel that Matrix is just going to, like he's just gonna have that stupid cool john wick mentality to him where he's just gonna do something that sets him off and i mean he takes out a mall full of giant a bunch of cops yep. <laughs> oh i forgot he's that sure scene he's where sure he's swinging on yeah he's swinging from the balloons isn't he yeah yeah balloon things that he tears apart yeah. and swings yeah. i had some pals who were on uh cult uh cinema catacombs and they actually went to the same, they used to go to the same malls from where that was filmed. So every once in a while, when they would visit on rare occasions, you're like, ooh, I got commando vibes in my mind. <laughs> I wonder if I'll get in trouble if I jump on top of that lift. <laughs> Elevator. Elevator. Right. I would want to swing and then be like, oh shit, what am I fucking thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get all the way. You'd be just stuck in the middle then. You're just left there hanging. You're like, oh shit, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, John, who are you going with? Uh, I might have to go Matrix as well. Okay, oh, perfect. <laughs> Indestructible. Indestructible. Alrighty. Well, so kudos, everyone's a winner here. So Matrix and Rambo team up to go after McLean. Is that gonna be enough? Or is McLean gonna be able to crash enough cars? Uh, send people up in an elevator mm. and uh, still other people's machine guns and <laughs> set off explosions with computers. See, the thing with McLean is, I think he's got luck on his side, hasn't he? I mean, you look what he's done. He's jumped off. Well, of the these all guys kind of do have luck. They have skill, yeah. but they also kind of, it doesn't really matter what their rank is. He's an NYPD guy who was in, who couldn't even rely on the dysfunctional LAPD D unit. <laughs> But I'm thinking, like, out of all the things that I see them do, you can kind of think that what Rambo and Matrix do, that they're they're trying to do what they want to do. They're trying to do what they're doing. Whereas McLean, like, he's forced into these situations right. and winning. he's winging it, winning. And, yeah. So like, you think they're going to give him a taste of his own medicine and make him fall to his death like Hans Gruber? Got it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, who, yeah. who would have thought that ejector seat in the center? Now, could Hans Gruber and his men take these fuckers on? No. Let's no. just say for uh, no. Uh, okay, let's just say Simon Gruber's there as backup. They all got a copter. Can Rambo hijack Simon's <laughs> Simon copter? <Gruber>. And <laughs> can Matrix stop all his bombs from going off? 
Yeah. He only lives around the corner from us, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jeremy um, Irons. Jeremy Irons. Just, just up the road. Just, yeah, just lives around the corner from us. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we yeah. see him in the supermarket sometimes. Yeah. Does he have a dog with him? I, I know my pal, no, uh, old, my old professor, George Beck, who had worked with Franco Nero on an Italian movie back in like 05. Uh, did a documentary like making up thing in New York. He, it was like a press kit for uh, Kingdom of Heaven and like play on like the movie channels. And uh, he got to see Jeremy Irons there and he's like, Ah, oh, yes, I've seen this man in a bunch of movies before. Oh, what a nice guy. And he's got nothing on his mind except a dog. <laughs> he's got a pet dog he would bring with him. I've never seen a dog. No. <laughs> But, but then again, you know, I was like, 05. Dogs don't live long, so that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, no, kudos. And I'm glad you respect his privacy. I see so many other people who want to get in someone's face, and you know, I would just shake your hand and just say, Thank you, you're making a difference. I wouldn't ask for a fucking <laughs> autograph. <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, it, no, well, you see people around, and uh, you know, we, we've got quite a big. TV show over here in England that was filmed in our our town where we live, uh, called Midsummer Murders, and oh it's yeah, not, I've seen that one. You're yeah. laughing because it's it's not like widely known. It's not you don't get many famous people in, but it's it's something no. our town's known for, kind of thing. So, and you I see got those, it mixed up with Murdoch mysteries, but yeah, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've got like uh, you see those kind of Murdoch's more Canadian and stuff like that and you, you kind of like you get used to seeing those kind of people and we have <laughs> people from soaps as well like soap operas uh it's quite a lot around here yeah from like eastenders and that kind of stuff so there you go eastenders maybe the in-betweeners are going to be on there soon. <laughs> well you know, i uh i had an experience with the in-betweeners they were doing a uh like a meet and greet in uh bournemouth where i was at college and, oh wow uh, yeah, I got too drunk and I got kicked out because I was trying to dance with Carly. And they're like, sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> get off her and leave her. At least you didn't piss off Monty Python. That's all I can say. Stop that. It's silly. Um, all right, so... Topics, I guess. There you go. We got distracted there. Don't we? That again. It's all good. No, this is fun. Okay, so... Uh, so, both groovers, you think Matrix or Rambo can handle their firepower? Yeah, they can take it down. That's good. I think that's pretty easy for them. Is it going to be five hours, though, versus two hours? Because I love all these guys so much, you know. (laughs) Hans is ex-German Special Forces, I'm just saying. Yeah, but then he got thrown out of a window, didn't he? So I guess it doesn't mean shit when you get thrown out of a window. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) Bennett had a bunch of men, so I don't know. It's up well, to yeah, you. Yeah. He, yeah. I don't know. I don't All think right. his plan was particularly that good either. No. Okay, it, well, so last last one here for uh, Bruce, Bruce Willie, as Key and Pills call him. Uh, is it Frankie the Tulip in Whole Nine Yards movies, or is it Frank Moses in the Red movies? <laughs> oh, yeah. Both action comedy <laughs> hitmen. Hmm. I've seen the whole nine yards once. I can't remember that very well. All right, so I guess Frank takes it. That's Frank Moses. Uh, okay, yeah, I think I've seen. I think yeah, I there's, there's his, yeah. He defends his house pretty well. <laughs> all right, awesome. So that's it for all those fun versus matches. That was fun. That was a fun warm up. Um, so, uh, where do you see? Oh, uh, who are you kind of just 
who stood out to you guys more just growing up? Uh, I was always kind of like, I saw Stallone first and I grew on to more Arnold more. And, you know, Bruce, I saw throughout and he's kind of was my number two, but I was just always mm-hmm. just into Arnold, just Doug, the one-liners, mm-hmm. how he had just enormous casts, uncanny formulas that just no one else could seem to do with whether he was doing a straight or a campy face. Mm-hmm. And I just... I literally dig most of his resume. Like I, even the bad ones, like, you know, jingle all the way or what have you is like, they're, they're Arnold classics. So this is like, <laughs> even Batman and Robin, I will quote everyone's well. It, it was the, I say they killed the dinosaurs. It was the ice. I love that man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that man so much. So, um, if Netflix ever gets off their ass and makes that spy show of his, please make it happen. He's going to be in. Uh, he's going to be in a sequel to Kung Fury, isn't he? As well, it's playing the president. I cannot wait. I I'm so glad because <laughs> every time we saw those shorts, it's like I want more, and so it's yeah. like it should be a feature. And it's sure all filmed, isn't it? I think. Do you, do you think that's going to ruin it though? The, the reason why something's good isn't because of how long it is. If they make it into a, like you see things that have developed from short films and they've been built into bigger films, feature lengths. And it sometimes it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. I think Fair that, enough. But I think the idea of Kung Fury, as it's so out there. Um, Are we thinking, is it the guy with the green screen who did the whole thing himself? Yeah. yeah he's got the dinosaur yeah, 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 partner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean that kind of just adds to the fun. Just just from that description, they could pretty much go anywhere with it. As John knows, green screen you can go anywhere. Like Cam's in San Francisco right now. There he is. Fair (laughs) enough. Right. Uh, You might see Nash Bridges' car exploding behind me, allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Um, um, actually, no, no. Uh, Look, look, look over here. I think you can see Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy chasing after bank robbers. All right. (laughs) Oh, I love that. 48 hours was, was amazing. I love that. And and the second one, another 48 hours. I did hours. too. We yep, I, I, I reevaluated well. it. Uh mm-hmm. and it was one of those I I may I had the misfortune of seeing them edited on TV. <laughs> so uh, or no, edited on TV. So I didn't get yeah. to see, you know, I just saw a violent, you know, confusing movie, you know, for the first one. And then I saw <laughs> the part two, and I'm like, I'm told this is funny. There's not much comedy in part two, but the villains are great, but fuck what's going on and so when half the dialogue is profanity it's just like and i do think they are underrated because and i did get the recent blu-rays recently discounted because they do have some great much needed special features to where you're like hey if we're not going to see those extended cuts at least tell us more cool stories working behind the scenes Mm -hmm. formulating this i love how they repeat the formula on the second one they're like i'm going to shoot you out a window again (laughs) so brace for impact (laughs) So yeah, in my like the Blu-ray for another forty-eight hours. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, Walter Hill shed some more light on Walt on Brian James's crooked cop storyline that was filmed but omitted, unfortunately. Um, and again, you know, that was by the diehard Commando writers, so that's just why it jives with us. It's just very, it's dynamite mm-hmm. entertainment, and it's quotable, yeah. and it deserves more love, in my opinion, than say some of the other buddy formulas. Um, so. I got to do one more Arnold round. <laughs> Harry Tasker in True Lies. You ready for this? Mm. Versus his, I think it's Nikolai's name in Red Heat. 
Uh, True Lies. Mm, yeah, I'd say True yeah. Lies. Uh, I mean, he's got machine guns, but I, mm. I'm 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 betting on Ivan Danko. Cocaine mm. <laughs> is a terrific film. Oh yes, Cocaine. He had to yeah, put up with I James Belushi's bullshit. Uh, that, that's you had to put up with James Belushi's bullshit. That's a that's a that's a pro in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why then he only worked with dogs for the rest of his career. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so, uh, man, just one more. Just one more. I, I just cannot help myself. So, the T-101 versus the T-800 versus the T-850 versus the Guardian. <laughs> oh, okay. I All the Terminators. Not, I, the Guardian, is that from Genesis? Wait, I hope not. <laughs> yes, yeah, shit. Okay, we're disregarding that one. I'm going with yeah. Carl from Dark Fate. Okay, Dark so. Fate. So, so mm. the original OG in the first one versus the seeming unstoppable one who takes on the T-1000 versus the one who takes on the TX versus, again, the one who saves Hamilton and the newcomers. <laughs> I'll say the original. I'll say the original. That's what I was going down. I, I know, say, man. I, I think the really T-800 well. could take on the T-101. I think he would have eviscerated him within frame one. As much as yeah. I love how he has a bigger mm. body count, I just think he would have just headbutted him a few more times and just maybe ran him over with his motorcycle. Because <laughs> he's literally got this exact same shit, the shotguns. And the... Yeah. yeah. I just think you, you don't... I'm just looking at what level of... Because the 101 is the same model that Christian Bell takes on in Salvation. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I know they're all kind of programmed the same as well. But like the, the one from the original, I get that the Arnold thing makes it even more bad. Yeah, he doesn't get beat up that much, though, does he? In the original, I know there's only Carl Reese there, and he's not facing another Terminator. But I don't know. There's just something about that one that Arnold being a bad guy. It, there's so, just something menacing about it, isn't it? Oh no, I don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. It's a, like I even I even secretly like it more than T two, just because the editing and low budget and, you know, looking bigger mm-hmm. uh, than it actually is, and not catering to the lowest common denominator or sleazeball shit like most driving movies were at that time. It's just synth wave score and just the exposition without being like a typical Star Wars movie where you're like. Okay, get off your high horse. Let's go. Literally <laughs> reading off the screen. <laughs> right? Uh, what does that uh, say? As Harrison. I just want to go back to my trailer. Fuck you, George Lucas. <laughs> I'm just trying to think whether that... Yeah, that was... I'm trying to think whether if I had the Arnold Schwarzenegger as a bad guy first experience or whether I saw him as a good guy first because I'm, I can't remember right. that. He's just yeah. misunderstood. You just gotta leave him alone like defense and falling down. <laughs> Don't set him off. That would actually have been hysterical had they used the John Wick tagline. The Terminator. Don't set him off. <laughs> Coming soon. I would love that tagline. <laughs> Don't set him off. I think I would have probably seen Kindergarten Cop first. Oh. I think so I would have now seen we are on. We are on. So yeah. Detective John Kimball versus any of these fuckers. Because <laughs> I mean, he's got to put up with a school full of kids. I'm saying. Yeah, my my daughter yeah. started school this week, and I feel so sorry for that teacher. I like. 
Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, need to be paid like hundreds of thousands of pounds more than they get paid because those little bloody terrors. I, I couldn't deal with it. I tried to do it. swearing there, didn't you? you yeah. Worse, I was going to say fuck, something. Fuck, 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 fuck. Here you go. <laughs> Grandin. Those little fuckers <laughs> can just do one, honestly. I love my daughter pieces, but do I like her? Not right now. So it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> be captured in this. That's fine, yeah. She'll hear this when she's 30 and be like, yeah, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll turn around and I'll go, fuck you back. <laughs> all right. All good. Okay, so I'm um, giving you an ultimate Stallone face-off. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I cannot help myself. So you want Deke from Nighthawks versus Cobretti from Cobra versus Tango from Tango and Cash. Tango. Tango, 100%. I'm doing Tango as well. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, very nice. He's, just got that, he's got that intelligence, which I don't think any of the other mm. Stallone characters had before. That is very true. He's like a muscly yeah. Egon from Ghostbusters. I'm more of a John Spartan guy. John Spartan? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think Robert Rath from Assassins could yeah. help him out. If we're bringing in Ray from The Specialist, then this thing really gets even more messy. Mm. So, I mean... John Spartan, uh, which one's that? Oh, Demolition. Demolition. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Demolition Man. So, I mean... Don't get me wrong. Tango is an essential Stallone role, but at the same time, I think just Cobra's just going to beast it, even though I think that movie's just so fucking stupid. <laughs> Has Stallone ever been a bad guy? Uh, you could count yeah. Assassins as an anti-hero slash villain, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking never, like... never been no, a flag, like, it? You've like, got Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. You've got Bruce Willis as the, the Jackal. I'm thinking, has he ever been the bad guy where he's been like the, the villain? Yeah, no, I think. I mean, I he think has been escaped. not in an action movie, <laughs> I should say. So there you go. Film. It's funny how that works. I mean, he played King Shark in the new Suicide Squad. That's as good as it came. Uh, so here's one for you. So Judge Dredd versus John Spartan from Demolition Man. Dredd. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I think I, Spartan I has enough. Spartan. I mean, yeah. he took on Wesley oh, yeah. Snipes. That's um, Rainbow versus Blade right there. <laughs> if it was the Carl Urban dread, I think he yeah, would have, he, he could have. Oh, yeah. yeah Carl Urban and Frank Grillo and Michael J. White should all be in the next few Expendables movies. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, yeah. Why, why, oh, why, yeah. They should have got Michael J. White instead of 50 Cent. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps going around. Yeah. I, and. I know John hates 50 with all every sin of his heart. I'd like yes. him more <laughs> in Den of Thieves and the Power Show. But I mean, I like him in Den of Thieves. That's about it, though. Well, in all fairness, he was working for Randall Emmett. <laughs> um, I suppose he's got, he's got history with Stallone, though, hasn't he, from the Escape Plan film? He was supposed to be yeah. in there before they decided on Terry Crews. So, um, oh. so here's one. Ray Reslin from the Escape Plan trilogy. Or... Wait for it, Frank from Lockup. Who's going to survive a prison better? The guy who designed it versus the guy who was framed. That's interesting. The guy when, I, when Escape Plan came out, I was like, this is a Lockup love letter. I just know it. <laughs> lockup guy doesn't escape at the end, though, does he? He like shows the. the he corruption. electrocutes the warden. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he doesn't escape. So he's still in prison at the end of the film, right? Kind of, uh -huh. sort of. I mean, I think he could take him off. 
And so let's just say for sake of argument, they're both in a prison that neither of them been to and Ray has not designed. (laughs) And Ray Uh, doesn't have Arnold backing him up. And uh, Frank does not have the sympathy of prison guard John Amos. (laughs) So who's going to blow up a car or or cause a prison riot first if we allow outside interference? (laughs) I would say Breslin then. I reckon... I think Frank uh, would work because, I mean, he survived the wrath of Danny Trejo in that prison, so got to root for the underdog. It's Rocky in prison. <laughs> as much as I like escape planning. Um, so, a few more. How about Gabe from Cliffhanger versus wait for it. <laughs> um, oh, I can never say these in time. Um, freaking Kit from Daylight. What an underrated. Oh, I do film. like daylight. What an underrated. It's got film. Daniel Harrison, which is always a plus. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is he going to be oh, team uh, Janine Turner or team Viggo Mortensen? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the one that makes me a bit more emotional, which is probably daylight. Yeah. All right. I think, yeah. He saves more people in daylight, right? Yeah, including his son. <laughs> All right. For a while. Yeah, I think, I'll, I think I'll I think I'll uh, I think I'll go Daylight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you have basically <laughs> chosen the victors. So uh so now to finish this up, is it John Spartan or is it Tango? <laughs> Who's the Tango. ultimate cop here? Right. I'm gonna say Tango. Ooh. I gotta go with Spartan. Yeah. I think I'll because as awesome as Tango is, I kind of feel like Cash kind of saves his ass one too many times in the prison yeah. alone. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to go Spartan. I'm going Spartan as well. All right, even better. (laughs) So Tango and Cash, but now they're in the escape plan prison. (laughs) With the lockup villains. Uh, uh, I'll go Tango and Cash for that. I think they could escape that. Mm. Yeah. All right, even better. This has been fun. (laughs) We haven't done many Bruce Willis. I was just looking at his film. Yeah, I just did the whole nine yards. Okay, so uh, Butch from... Uh, Pulp Fiction versus um, what's his name in Last Man Standing? Oh, uh, yeah, and they're and they're in a punch out, they no guns allowed. <laughs> Last Man Standing, did you say? Yes, oh, I thought you said out. Joey from The Last Boy Scout. Oh, okay, even better. Let, let, let's just put them all He's in there, it's awesome. the same thing. So, yeah, Joe, Daniel Harris is also in that, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. So, Joe Butch and Last Man Standing guy. Sorry, I don't know his name. Uh, I'd go with Joe from okay. the last. I think Budge. Wow. I think Budge has this. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like touch me again, I'll kill you. Yeah, and then it uh, goes back, and it's like just holds that fag. He he, he he does have the killer punch, but that's after putting himself in that position. And I think you know Budge, he never lets his guard down. He's got a motorcycle. He even kills John Travolta with his own machine gun. <laughs> Tom Hardy in striking distance. Who could we put him against? Mm. I'm going to put him against the Jackal. Oh, yeah, the Jackal. The Jackal's, the Jackal's got all those automatic machine guns. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. So he wins by default there. Uh, worst comes to worst. I, I, in my mind, Striking Distance guys might be the same guy as the one he plays in uh, Mercury Rising. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, that's a good shout. That's, that's, if, yeah. that's if he was undercover for way too long. In solution. <laughs> okay, so, um, oh, here's one. This is a more recent one. So, uh, <clears throat> Jeff Talley from Hostage versus uh, Jack Mosley from 16 Blocks. <laughs> One is a hostage negotiator who saves a bunch of kids. The other is a uh, cop trying to rat out some crooked cops. <laughs> Both pretty deadly. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've seen hostage. I haven't seen hostage. I've seen 16 blocks. Yeah. All right. So fair enough. Together. Yeah, I think by, by default. Yeah. One of them dies. I'm just saying, you know, I like 16 blocks more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You can play the movie with the alternate ending, but I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is an interesting one. Which McLean? Ooh. One, two, three, mm. four. Well, forget five exists because. Yeah, five does not exist. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> five is basically one, one, his character one, from one, The Expendables one. fucking up Russia. Um, oh. Ooh. I think ooh. part free. Part four is the defin- definition of the character, but I think part three and four could have a stomach. Not the best part. Part three. Like he gives me a lot of grief for my rankings of the Die Hard films because they're. Well, I'm discounting like- part two because to me that's just McLean in an airport movie with crappy security. So I mean, <laughs> part two is my favorite. I know it's fine. It's <laughs> I, I just dig part three how. That elevator scene has been uh, just parodied and ripped off in so many other blockbusters. Captain America 2 being a perfect example. But Mm -hmm. uh, part four, I mean, he killed a helicopter with a car. So, I mean. Yeah, that's why I I think John McClane in part four is probably the the winner out of that. Because he just seems to take everything Mm -hmm. to the limit a lot more in that. He gives less fucks and stuff. Yeah. I'd probably do the same thing if I was getting sick of Kevin Smith. I don't know. <laughs> He's being told to get a discount on Apple products by the Mac kid. Um, so, the Terminator versus Rambo. It's going to have to be the Terminator. Isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say Terminator. <laughs> it's a good... <laughs> you can't. It's a robot. Well, yeah, but no, I know. But yeah, Rambo is almost like John yeah. Connor in oh, some Yeah, that's very true. If Michael yeah. Biehn can kill a terror. Rambo. It wasn't even Michael Biehn. It was it was Sarah Connor. She was the one who right. That's Boom true. goes the dynamite. Yeah, she's all. I changed my mind on that. I probably. I think I'll go Rambo. Yeah. Oh, see, this yeah. is the fun because yep. when they run out of guns, is like Rambo can survive all these stabbings, and the Terminator uh-huh. does all these other kind of. Dirty play. I wonder what his reaction, Rambo's reaction would be once he got stabbed. Him. Okay, so yeah, let's just say the Terminator puts his fist through him just like he does the punks. <laughs> Is Rambo he still going to be alive? Is Rambo going to be alive? It can be a tie, but you know, can Rambo be alive long enough to break the T-800's neck <laughs> and blow him up? Yeah. I mean, going to be a stomach. Can Rambo be living long enough to, you know, make it to the end of the movie before he dies at his Native American cemetery? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I was just thinking about your 
like original question around like what your first experiences with these guys were. Like for me when I was I know, young, we're playing around. <laughs> for me when I was young, Stallone was always like larger than life. I saw him as like he was always the top of the pyramid, right? Because yeah, he did it all himself. Right. He could direct. He could write. He could hire all these invaluable character actors, and he would sneak them in there. <laughs> the I forget his name. He's Fe- he's Felix Leiter in License to Kill and the police captain in for- yeah. 48 Hours in Last Action Hero. He, Frank McRae, I think is his name, and he would sneak yeah. him in, lock out, and stick. Fist was one, and then a bunch of other ones. And he was just, uh, you know, he always brought a bunch of various actors all together and just would always mm. just say, I got to put you in this. And as full of shit as he has been, especially more recently, I, I just kind of got to applaud him because he does have an unusual, uncanny persona. It's just like, you still want to sit down with him and just listen to him, even when he's full of it. Yeah. It just has something about yeah. him that is different from a typical, say, athlete or music artist who's been troubled. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. We'll return after these messages. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast sci-fi horror fantasy superheroes comedy action film television maybe some not so current events find us on itunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries we are worldwide all across the globe we are in the u.s we are in the uk we are in canada germany india japan we're in australia y'all blindknowledge.com now back to the feature presentation. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. Um, but I think I always had more fun with with uh, Bruce Willis's films. Oh, totally. Bruce yeah. had a lot more diversity and at the same time just mm-hmm. had a few flops here and there. And much like what Stallone did with like Copland or whatever, it was cool seeing him every once in a while just kind yeah. of, especially when he was di- with Shyamalan, you know, he's like, there you go into horror sci-fi territory with, you know, Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. And that's where I was like, whoa, 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 that, this is very badass and 
uh yeah, tears of the yeah. sun definitely is underrated it is a very cool look at uh just getting all this again rambo adrenaline it's a shame that the movie was a shit show to film but hey you know just get the extended cut on dvd if you can get the new blu-rays it's just so cool just seeing you know again a callous seal that in men of war with Dolph Lundgren I still think and even the Sakara movies I think all do a wonderful job with showing that special forces life and just how everyone finds their breaking point rediscovers mm-hmm. their inner humanity even if it's just a minor simple pat on the back it's just so cool to just see someone who's just like it takes basically just being forced to finally just kind of reconvene and then the movie ends as soon as yeah. they win the battle He's like, we already know how it is. We we don't need any more melodrama anymore. <laughs> you know? uh, exactly. Yeah. And so many movies seem to do it wrong. They take way too long with like, they don't go to the, you know, all I ask for a war movie nowadays is to at least do the Guns of Navarone strategy, show why your members, or even the Wild Geese, you know, show why your members of the team are cool, show their strategy, and then show the last 20 minutes of insane action. And unfortunately... <laughs> as we've seen recently just so many movies just want to just wave the flag get people to enlist and not focus on the goddamn movie and you're like this renders me everything false this is like a very bad call of duty cosplay <laughs> i say that as a fan of call of duty but i'm just like yeah i mean he's gonna try to fat new Dolph Lundgren film and uh uh gorilla oh, what's it called that's um spat, uh, section eight is that the one? Uh, yeah, Scott section, Adkins. Yeah. Uh, I have not. No, um, no, 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 not no, sorry, not section eight. No, no, this is um, get up on IMDb. Oh, is it the World War Two movie? Yeah, the summary yeah. movie he's doing. I'm yeah. a little iffy on that because I was I was really found War Pigs to be a chore, but I'll yeah. just take that with a grain of salt. Hopefully, that's yeah. good. I like to think Frank really gets better things to do. But section eight, you said that that trailer that intrigued me. That looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I know some people were shit talking because the directors are known for cheap movies, but I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, I have seen some movies do a decent movie, even if it was filmed in just two to three weeks. Um, and if we have to suffer through crappy HD, then that's just what we got to do. If we get some cool fights, you know, it can be a decent Art of War commando. Did you movie. see the uh, trailer for Axe the Man 2 crop today? I didn't, but I think I it's cool that, that, was, that is it cool? fun. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. So looks, they're uh, bringing Ray Stevenson back, and I thought Ray yes. Park died, but it looks like they're he bringing did. him. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, yeah, you should watch it. There's a lot of uh, fun characters and stuff in it, from what I can see so far. Oh yeah, no, the first one was great. I yeah. I thought it was cool that Atkins has been working with Ashley Green, giving her some cool stuff because much like Callan Lutz, they were part of the Twilight crew, and I never, you know, I had seen them in movies before and after, and I was like, I don't think they're bad actors. They're just B movie listeners. You know, they're just not. Yeah. They're not yeah. big. They're not Emily Blunt, Julia Roberts level. <laughs> yeah. and, and they got the skills. They got the body. They got the persona. They just need better scripts and qual- agents. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I I'm glad they're revisiting that character finally. And we had Michael Scott on a few times for from Atkins on Disputed. He now does Action for Everyone podcasts and he found it so funny how people kept coming to him. And he's like, I I'm not Atkins agent. I'm just following him and talking about it. <laughs> but I was like, well, they trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're following him. You're like the number one fan. 
Yeah, no, I hope it's good. I just wish Atkins could get just more mainstream, like just movies instead of just being the featured henchman like he was in Expendables 2 and Doctor Strange 1. You know, it just you just really yeah. wanted to get more dialogue and not just limited releases, but much like Michael J. White, he has a fan base and he's just yeah, he's gotta just keep trucking along. He gets things to the big screen at least. Yeah, as or opposed to just it. your local Angelica or two select theaters, you know, it just yeah. same day yeah. as video on demand. You just really want an extra push. And same thing with Frank Grillo and Carl Urban, as I've said before. They uh, they can do yeah. it all. They can act, they can do yep. the stunts, they can do fights, they can play all these different characters, they can take it from one to down a bit, you know, is however you want them to do, they're gonna do it. And uh, they they are they seem to be some of the few A-listers who everyone has been fortunate enough to see them in their mainstream stuff as well as their lower budget, medium budget stuff. And it just makes you wish that again they had more love because yeah. they seem to have an okay agent and they definitely I'm I enjoy how many more actors seem to know what their brand is instead of pulling an Indris Elba or The Rock where I'm in this because investors said so, you know? <laughs> Uh, and as, and I said that as a fan, they were cool when they first took off, and now it just seems like they just pick whatever dog shit just comes first, and it's like, damn it, guys. Yeah, I, I thought The Rock was so careful about his brand in terms Especially of when he fired his agent by 2010, and now it seems like he's back to square one. I gotta be in every other animated yeah. cartoon movie, or... Yeah. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. And I, he said I, I know something was wrong when I saw a DC apologist just getting so bored by the black... Uh, Black Adam trailer is like, well, that's not good. Uh, I think Warner Brothers just needs to cut their ties with all of this and move on. Yeah, uh, they, they, I, mean, they're, they're, I, I, I wouldn't worry about it because basically they're going to become the net. My prediction is they will be like the next Netflix, and when everyone realizes, I don't want to rewatch that amazing HBO show for the bit of time. I got the Blu-rays and DVDs. They're going to just drop them like wildfire because much like Netflix, they just want a bunch of easy shit like documentaries movies no one's heard of that aren't good and then just more reality shows and other bullshit it's like okay i got something better to do than watch cooking shows all day just saying because that's what it is discovery merged with them now so now they're they pulled a netflix and they started canceling all the new shows that they had lined up it was like what the fuck guys that's how you get people to much like how people gave up cable, you know, because they got tired of NBC and Fox canceling their favorite shows. It's like, you do that, well, all yeah. bets are off. Streaming is going to become second nature already. People are going to go back to physical media, probably. Yeah. Well, that's if there's anything there, because you see the movie studios we have now. Like, we've only yeah. really got Paramount, Universal, Warner Brothers is kind of shutting down. Sony don't really have much these days, apart from Yeah, other than Crackle, they pretty much just sell their shit to other people. But yeah. It'll be another few years before they relaunch Bond again, before they have another big franchise that they can work with. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you have? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Bruce, you know, I defended him. I didn't mind some of his indie B movies, but there were some other ones where it's like, yeah, this is amateur hour. Um, Stallone, I've been kind of hit and miss. I actually don't mind Bullet to the Head. I kind of enjoy that as an Assassin's Tango and Cash kind of movie, but it's junky in places. But yeah, Arnold's been kind of 
I know everyone else seems to hate sabotage. I dug it because I was a fan of Training Day and Street Kings, but and he played a that actually is the only other time he seems to have played a villain. But uh, yeah, uh, well, long story short, he's yeah, he's basically I did like. Yeah. The last stand is okay. It's just distracts me because of the really bad like green screen and Forrest Whitaker seeming to just kind of appear for no reason. <laughs> But it is okay. It's watchable. It's not. Well, at least it's better than killing Gunther. Yeah, right. I was actually trying to remember the name of that awful movie. Did you guys ever see that Killing Gunther? Which no, uh, I've never watched it. Well, Maggie, long story I'm short, Turn Killam and his wife Colby Smulders created it, and it was basically just uh, if a famous assassin decided to meet with like his famous action star or some bullshit like that, and it just was just so dull. And Arnold is barely in it, even though he's on the poster, and you're just like. Uh. Scammed the guest with its mockumentary style. Yeah, and it's not it's not even on Christopher Guest level. It's trying to be, but it's just really bad at it. Uh yeah, I I hope Arnold can make a cool TV comeback because yeah, Stallone's been doing a few different things, but they haven't always been a hundred percent. I I hope that's it for the Rambo character. I don't want to see him <laughs> blowing up any more people. I think he's already outlived that i think that was uh i think that should have i don't think they should have done number five i didn't mind it i liked it I thought yeah it was but I, I didn't it didn't feel like a rambo movie i don't think yeah. i like the original idea idea they had for number five the, Sav- the savage hunt yeah, story it, yeah. that they were developing i thought that, that would have been more interesting to me but um i mean i'm just glad the predator franchise is alive again um but i love prey i yeah. i watched it the other day and it was amazing Really, really good. So, last question. So I get to that. So, I get to that one day. Oh, you'll love it. Uh, so Dutch, from Pre- it's all good. Sorry, Dutch, Dutch from Predator versus Rambo. Mm. <laughs> Who has more grenade launchers? Mm-hmm. And the Predator will be referee. <laughs> Arnold does get the right to use Danny Glover. Stallone gets the right to just reheal, respawn. <laughs> no, I can't. I need to go Rambo. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to go with Team Dutch just because I, I feel. Team Dutch too. I just feel like Dutch wouldn't bleed as much because he ain't got no time to bleed. Yeah, time to bleed. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, what what would you like to see them leave uh, the world with other than Arnold doing cameos as himself and Stallone just doing more cameos as Rocky Balboa? What would you like to see them do next? Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel their time has passed for the you know the the films that you come to expect of them so i'd like to see him do you know maybe step down as i guess sloan kind of done it in the in the creed films like the, you know, the he does seem to like to direct because he gets yeah, creativity yeah. but at the same time i can kind of tell that he gets exhausted with it so yeah if he wants to do a repeat of home front like where he basically took an unused Rambo script and gave it to Jason Statham. Yeah. 
I, I would I, mean, I would love that. I think he burned some bridges with Terry Crews. I don't know that Terry's gonna make it in the next one because his no, agent happened to be the same, his agent yeah. happened to be the same one that grabbed him, and I think he burned that bridge. Yeah. So mm. damn it, Stallone, you had one job. Um uh tell you what I don't want to see him do. I don't want to see any of them bring back any of their old characters. Because right, I think yeah, I think I think they're done. I think they saw how they underperformed a bit, you know, and I'm worried about the new Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, I love the fact I was looking at the cast list today, weren't we? The, okay. I love the fact that Billy and Taggart are back. That's going to be they awesome. Yeah. Gordon Levitt, I think, is a brilliant actor, so he's going to bring something great to it. I just don't think Eddie Murphy can do it anymore. That's Fair my enough. problem. That's my worry uh, about that. I mean, I, I don't know. I reckon you can prove me wrong. I, I hope I, I hope I'm wrong. I want him to be Beverly Hills Cop two, Eddie Murphy, cheeky, yeah. funny, smart ass. Well, no, I think that's a good point because I think these action heroes they took so long to do sequels to their fame famous that's franchises. Yeah, yeah. Instead of making it drawn out like every other sci-fi horror blockbusters, you know, it wasn't necessarily mm. their Friday the Thirteenth or Star Trek. They just took their sweet time going into it, and each role they got into was basically a clone of their iconic character. And so, yeah, yeah um, I, I'm gonna go in optimistic just because it's been around for so long, and they did such a good job with uh, Dolomite is my name. I just don't see Eddie just, you know, finding any worse script than any of his, you know, hit and miss 90s and 2000s movies. It can't be <laughs> Norbit or, you know. I uh, hope not. Level, you know. I, I, yeah. I hope so, indeed. Mm. Did you? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. First one we did with Cam was Eddie Murphy focused. Mm. Yeah, yes, we did. I actually would have loved to have seen, there's that funny hysterical uh uh, Facebook page called "Put Eddie Murphy in the Expendables." <laughs> I was like, oh. "Yes, do it." <laughs> what kind of character would he play? Would he be a mercenary or would he be a? Supporting? I just wanted to be a weapons dealer who goes <laughs> weapons dealer. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I like the idea. Hell, if he had to do what Harrison Ford essentially did, just drive a helicopter against a green screen, mm-hmm. that would have been entertaining enough. And then say, "I'm kicking your ass." <laughs> that would be great. Sticking some bananas in the exhaust pipe. Yes. Oh my go. god, that would have been great. Put it in inside like a super villain's giant <laughs> indestructible blimp and it blows <sighs> up. That'd be great. Oh, cartoon violence. How I miss you so much. Uh, no? I'm just kind of bummed worn out with jason statham so i hope he just sticks with the expendables and stops doing just hit and miss vigilante movies <laughs> well he's doing the meg too i mean that starts that's filmed i think I like that's the meg. that is that's yeah just that, nice... i'd be i'd be okay with that one i just just a monster movie what else do you want yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, i'd still like to see mechanic three one day if they ever happen but... yeah they keep talking mechanic free and i don't know what's holding it up it seemed like it was a done deal yeah, I haven't seen the second one. Seen I've seen the first one. You will love it. Like second unit directing was by Vic Armstrong. You know, of Indiana Jones, Army of One okay. fame. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a more realistic Agent Forty Seven Splinter Cell movie. Like it legit is so stealthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so simple. I keep your. The only disappointment was they put Michelle Yeoh Yo in there and she didn't get to kick anyone. But oh, other really? than that, and okay. but uh, John and I guffawed, and many people have. Tommy Lee Jones plays an ally in there, and his mm-hmm. character is the literally a reference to his under siege villain. No way. 
Yes. I'm, I wish I was making that shit up. But okay, fair enough. Ah, he should have been in the Expendables. I would have paid to have seen that. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I, are you saying are you saying Stallone or uh, no no Star Tommy or? Tommy Lee Jones would have been oh, hysterical okay, yeah, yeah. and will never go there because the producers hate him and who he does like Seagal? <laughs> yeah, when I when I met him, I asked him and he was flat out like, "No, I'm not doing it." I bet he was just flat out like, "No, I'm not doing it." I was like, oh, "Okay, all right, fair enough." Don't think of your fans then. He would be like the best person to have as the villain. Yeah, for the last one, he would be right? the best villain for the. Because he wouldn't have to do anything, he'd just be, <laughs> and and they could make fun of that. Uh, someone could come in and say, "Why are you always sitting down?" He'd be like, "Get off my face, bitch! Make me a sandwich." Ah, Seagal. He could use his Seagal vision from the TV show he did, where he's like, <laughs> digging in on bad guys. Yeah, like <laughs> we were actually joking about that Z grade uh, filmmaker Neil Breen. You might have heard of him. He's like uh, the modern day Ed Wood, Tommy was so okay, yeah, just yeah. really bad. Like, and he's a special kind of bad because you're just like you're trying to figure out what's going on in his stupid movies and just go flying uproariously because of the fake green screens and everything. And but he literally does everything, like catering, <laughs> camera operator. He just does it all because no one else wants to be in his own professional movies, and yet everyone wants to line up and see. What shit fest he has to unleash. He's like another just so bad, it's good. Just got to see it. Mm. He's so fucking mental. Like you can kind of tell that he knows he sucks, but like any kind of rap star or NFL player, he'll never fess up that it sucks. That's his brand. <laughs> gotta yeah. gotta keep having his non-charismatic what's wrong. But we were just guffawing because he seems to have the same mentality as Seagal. It's like he'll have something like that where it's like people are poisoning the environment, and then what does he do? He blows up the environment to kill people. It's just like what the hell is going on? I think he peaked. At like I, I couldn't watch him after the Glimmer Man. I don't think. Oh no. God! <laughs> Which is the last light from him. <laughs> DMX should have totally been in the Expendables. I will just say that, but just was on too many drugs. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> I think even just watching so Seagulls in a so bad, they're amusing trash way is just kind of over. Everyone just has gotten just so bogged down with just how trashy half their beloved icons yeah. are nowadays. <laughs> so I've got every single Seagull film on DVD. Everything I've got everything. On the, <laughs> the the I don't. last the last few were just garbage. Oh, we... What am I saying? Last few actually. Anything after um, like Pistol Whipped was all right, but then Pistol Whip was okay. But then, what's then... funny is we we reviewed all his franchises, and it, I was surprised how many retweets we got from it. I had the uh, what's his name from the. Direct to video digest, uh, yeah, Mar yeah. Martin Haas, Richard yeah, Haas, yeah. he was yeah. dynamite, and we just kept guffawing. Is like, I think this is actually a sequel to this one because he claims to be from the CIA in this particular one. <laughs> well, I mean, it was this is an Alfred Justice sequel, especially Urban Justice. There's no way around that one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he has it's the same shtick. How do they come up with the names for this film? I imagine he's got like, these dice. With like random words on, yeah. and he puts out in a bag. for revenge, in for a yeah. kill. 
without just, a kill. Just, <laughs> that would be funny. Surprised there hasn't been titles yeah. for those. Yeah. Without a kill, that I would be yeah. funny seeing how many picked up that one. And he has a gun and he doesn't actually use it. That would be great. Without a kill. Oh, I was still the sensei. I kick you in the nuts and teach you how to be a man. <laughs> and it's an convincing kick. Uh, that, there was a great riff tracks of a dangerous man, which is a god awful movie. But and, and what was so hysterical was uh, I was looking at the preview because you know they're the mystery science theater guys. You've heard of them, riff tracks. Yeah, and and they're showing the interrogation room, and he slaps a book away, and they do a close up, you know, and it looks like someone else's hands. And they're like, Jesus, he's even doubling the book slap. <laughs> Some of them, you watch it, you wonder how much he's probably have a whole film. He's probably under like three days filming. I had the opportunity to interview Keanu Waxman, and he said, literally, I'm writing for John Wayne. I'm giving him an excuse to sit down and it's like well the only reason for him to be sitting down would be if he just is expelling all his logic you know and yeah. philosophy psychology so to speak and so it's like Keanu just got hired because he was able to avoid getting punched by him and Seagal like that so basically Keanu's doing all his other revenge movies that could have worked but I'm just glad he's past Seagal now I don't think he want I don't think he has time for his mojo nowadays especially during COVID, so he's just developing other stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. A lot of these guys seem to be struggling. I think COVID really fucked up everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 What were we going to ask? I was going to say, there's a couple of actors that I thought might work in an Expendables film, but I'm not too sure. I just wanted to get your opinion. So Liam Neeson. No, the first one was Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Keanu Reeves. He and and his nickname is Runner. <laughs> it can't be Maverick. Paramount will have a cease and desist thing. Yeah, it's got to be yeah, Runner. Yeah. And, and then uh, Banderas comes in, you know, because he plays Rapido. He's like, "What are you talking about? No, <laughs> is he really the fastest?" <laughs> I just, I'm just not sure if they would work. I'm not sure if they're too I, young. Or... No, I think I, I think I, no, I don't think I'd fit. No, not no, even. I think, I think the minute they're too, they're too. Um... The Rock would definitely be a video voiceover cameo, you know, for ten thousand for the day, you know. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he kept saying, "I'm not ready. I'm not ready." And it's like that's his way of saying, "I'm not gonna work for under thirty million," that, yeah. you know. <laughs> too good for this is, is which sucks because i want the rundown too everybody wants the rundown too i don't know a single person who hates faster or even his walking tall remake he was just so oh, much fun and welcome to the jungle it was called over here yeah yes sorry apologies yeah, yeah we want welcome to the jungle too <laughs> and there's so many other TV actors who are still kicking ass. I get so bummed down when the Allstate guy, you know, Dennis Haysbird, you know, from Major League and 24, he will always star in some cool movies. And I'm like, bummer, what a cool show. And uh, he, he was just in the latest Sniper movie. I, I love how Tom Berenger sh shows up reliable, but he's showing his age now. Um, it would be cool if, you know, I'm always going to be a loyalist to Pierce Brosnan and Antonio Banderas. I still... I'm impressed with what they pull off, even when they show their age. The November Man, Acts of Vengeance. Pierce Brosnan, The Foreigner, with Jackie Chan. That yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, Jackie that Chan. Was, uh, 
Jackie Chan's still, but again, see, no, he's getting up there. Oh no, no, yeah, he's uh, well been a father for years. Yeah, uh, so they could put Michelle Yeoh in the Expendables. I'd be down with that. But that would be that would be a good show. Yeah, she still seems yeah, to be able to do kick character or something like that. It's, that would be awesome. She's the new yeah, CIA yeah. boss, and she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you disappointed me for the last time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mark DeCoscos is still out there. Oh, yeah. I love for that. I'm glad that he was able to be in John. Do you reckon they get a? Do you reckon um, only the strong two is going to get made? There seems to be a lot of spill around that. Really? Well, yeah. it can't hurt. He was, um, he was on the uh, Viking Samurai channel, and uh, he uh, he was saying that the script is all done. Everyone's back. Even Shouting Ledge is back on for directing. Again, Paco, all that sort. But of, every everyone's interested to coming back. So it's um. I see it. Okay, that's the first video that comes up five days ago. Jesus, um, I know he's working on that Warrior show right now. Yeah, what show? Uh, Warrior, that's the one. I thought Warrior. Warrior was, that's why oh, that's right, the Warrior show. Yeah. Okay, well, the raid guys will always be around. Keanu Reeves, nothing can kill that man. Mm. But yeah, something's got to give. He he already did comebacks to everything. He's got to do one more speed. And I don't think he wants to, which is a shame because that in my mind, me and John's mind is his ultimate role. And I'm like, you already did a Bill and Ted Freed. That was okay. Not notable, but fun. Uh, Matrix 4, kill me now. Fuck that movie. And I say that as a fan of the trilogy. It just went, there was zero point. I already liked how they closed it up the first time. You know, he gets, you watch, watch him and reloaded and he stops, you know, sword blades and he's getting weaker. And then he has to channel his energy and then fights Agent Smith and overlong third part. And it's like, he, you didn't need any more Matrix. It, the story was done and told. I already played the hell out of the video games. I love the, the Matrix. I love cyberpunk and sci-fi action movies. But yeah, the, that fourth one was just like, so it's in the real world and they're like different mirror universes like yeah this is a shitty twilight zone star trek episode what's going on here <laughs> street kings 2 would have been ideal but street i think kings they wrecked that because yeah. there was a directed video sequel which sucked um yeah other yeah. tv don't bother to watch that yeah don't uh but like you said john there are some cool the guys on warrior you know are a lot of the raid guys that they're going to mm-hmm. always find work and be in some giant martial arts movie. Um, you know, one of them, Aiko Uwais, you know, was great in Man of Tai Chi with Keanu and he's in Expendables 4, so that's cool. He's the main villain in Expendables 4. So. so there you go. And Tony Jaws is right hand, is he? Or is he a member of the team? He's Jet Li's replacement. Sure I, I, think, I think he's Jet Li's replacement. And that brings me to another endeavor. It was really sad to just see how Jet Li was just barely getting in any performance. He just had some serious case of arthritis. Yeah, yeah. But but Donnie Yen, Donnie Yen's going to be around for a while, and I hope he finally just tells moviegoers, "Hey, Vin Diesel is not, and car racing is not the future of action cinema." Just saying, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we need a new franchise. It can be more than that. Uh, are you guys stoked for uh, uh, Equalizer Free? Yes, I am. 100%. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wish, and I didn't mind the new TV show. It's more like NCIS, Person of Interest. It's just not noteworthy. Yeah, I I get so sick of having to go to every movie and show, and there's a culture war. It's like men and women are bashing each other, and it's like, come on, guys, 
I know we are politically torn apart, but we have no, we will always need the other gender. We, we can't keep stooping to this, you know? And, and again, I didn't want to see that show, but it really, in its own right, it wasn't half bad. It's fairly watchable. And personally, I did see people a lot smack talk the first two Equalizer movies. And I was like, seriously, you can handle Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible having very little to do with the TV classic. And yet, it's like, don't get me wrong. I love Edward Woodward's original 80s show, but the movies are dynamite. They're they got great fights and villains. Such a great that That final fight in the first film in the uh when he's pre-visualizing it with the corkscrew and everything and you're just like whoa yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how violent can you get in an r rating <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i was glad they announced that and i'll always be there for denzel have you seen any of liam neeson's more recent work no fan of liam neeson oh <laughs> and he's out yeah. that's all he has to say he's done damn <laughs> Not a fan of Darkman or the Jedi Knight or Brian Mills. I haven't seen much of his new stuff. Uh, Loved him in Taken. I think that probably went on a bit longer. Yeah, it went too long. But um, too too long. That was just average at best. Oh, good. The Blu-rays, all the Blu-rays that are on cut show way more graphic grit and subplots and graphic language and more gory gunshots to the head and they slow them down more and i think if everyone saw the blu-ray cuts they'd enjoy those otherwise predictable slugfest more <laughs> but yeah. um the tv show is way better i gotta say though i like going in the trailers sucked i was like why 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 they're milking this and i saw the show finally and i saw what people were talking about it's more like the unit in 24 and speaking of which i think Kiefer still has it i think he's still a dynamite actor and i mean he got 100%. to play the fucking place and a really nice guy. Yeah, we met. Really wonderful. Oh, really? Um, he signed a couple of my Lost Boys Funko Pops and a couple other bits for he me. Yeah, Tom though, he wanted to talk to you, didn't he? Yeah, what, what, he, what, 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 what year? Uh, well, this was just before COVID, so 2019. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he gave me a copy of his album for free. Uh, the album. <laughs> and it's a really good album. Um, yeah, really rocks. Such, such a kind man. Like, I, you hear stories about him in the news and it's just goes i think he's past the drunk stage of his career and i think that's his it i i love i'm looking forward to young guns free (laughs) not not kidding they are making that yeah they are still making it emilio and lou diamond phillips are attached even christian slater yeah as it i don't know if it's them fighting in the afterlife or if they escape escape death just barely but i'm i'm like cool whatever um there's a bunch of these other 80s and 90s stars that were still pretty reliable and i like how tom hanks has even gotten more into more war movies recently (laughs) um it seems like just about everyone has a cool slugfest every once in a while where they're in a western and it's like jesus that's what i want to see uh we were talking 48 hours earlier. Uh, Walter Hill did show off a poster for his upcoming Western. Yeah, the trailer out for it, actually. There's a trailer? Okay, even better. Uh, so, have you heard of this, guys? Uh, Dead for a Dollar. No. no. Okay, no. so this has Christoph Waltz, William Defoe, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel oh, no, I shall have you. Brosnahan from yeah. Miss Maisel, and Benjamin Bratt. 
also has Brandon Scott, who you might know from The Last of Us video game. Okay. This is us. So I mean, Christopher Waltz and Willem Dafoe, two fantastic character actors right there. Yeah, no, great. But like this legit looks like a love letter to all the westerns we've seen, you know, growing up. And it's supposed to be distributed late actually later this month by Quiver. So oh, wow. So quite yeah. soon. From the studio that brought you the fanatic. Oh, poor John Travolta. Um uh, he's done so many early films and i'm a much i'm a much bigger fan of early tom hanks than i am later tom hanks but you know, uh, did you see uh the the latest one he did Pinocchio. <laughs> okay uh <laughs> there's a bunch so i'm just gonna uh so did you see uh news of the world that new western he did or sully or captain I phillips sully. Uh, I saw Captain Phillips. Cloud yeah. Atlas. He's great in them. He do, He's a great actor, but that's not what I want from Tom Hanks. I want Tom Hanks from Dragnet. I want Tom Hanks from Turner and Hooch. True. Uh, the Burbs. Yeah. Road of Perdition. It's nice to see him go back to just do something stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fit, I think I thought Finch was really underrated. That post apocalyptic movie he did. Which one, sorry? Finch. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. It's another movie he did for Apple, but um, okay. uh, Greyhound I thought was a perfect return to Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump kind of level. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. it's a different kind of character altogether, but it was just cool mm. just seeing how he made this giant indie production and got to make a cool kind of old school movie. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Something else that was done around us, Saving Private Ryan, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the film in Tank Park. <laughs> well, I mean, he was uh, like, yeah, they shot him and Vin Diesel, weren't they? they were all, uh, yeah, right. We're not making this up, making this up either. It's actually all true. No, I, I, I remember Bruce Willis yeah. actually lives next door right now. He's now literally five foot that way. <laughs> we're making that up. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I, I want a sequel to Dragnet. I think a sequel to Dragnet with uh, oh, that'd be Android right now would be just brilliant. It'd be interesting to see where they were going. Well, they're both captains now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in like two separate police buildings in the same town mm. and one of them is really by the book and the other one's a bit mental and they like have Gosh, to work together yeah. yeah i actually enjoyed the last da vinci code after being meh on the first two Inferno. i like all of them yeah i think i think all of them are fairly good i just uh, wish he could was... actually pull pick up a gun you know or do something. <laughs> was angels and demons the second one Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that was probably my... Speaking of which, oh my god, Ian McGregor kicks some serious ass on this latest Kenobi show. I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a Star Wars guy. All right. I yeah, I, I struggle with Star Wars. I'm more Star Trek. I'm more a lot... No, more. don't get me wrong. I prefer Star Trek anyway. Does that make sense? Star Trek has better philosophy and action and <laughs> even just, just yeah. better movie movie while Star Wars gets wrapped up in Next time on. Why, why did the lightsabers end? Right. Why did the light, Why did the lightsabers have an end? They shouldn't stop. Right. They, they it's technically a laser, go. and that's just it. It took me a while to realize. It's like, yeah, it's a fantasy movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. with a spaceship and freaking robots. Okay. But if you try and have that conversation with any Star Wars fan, yeah, oh my God. you know, 
I know. I know John doesn't care about this, but I actually am excited for Indiana Jones Five. I was just like, "Thank you." Anything to erase yeah, the memory awesome. of yeah. that. I just like how again, just Banderas is going to be the villain in that, and James Mangold's attached, and I'm hoping they got a better script. It can't possibly be satirical like the last one, you know. And swinging Shia LaBeouf, no. I, I did hear Richard Dean Anderson might return for this upcoming Stargate show that Amazon's thinking of making. So I'm like, cool, cool get on it. Did you hear the rule that he had about the DVDs on the posters when they, when it came out? He has to be like 33% bigger. His picture has to be 33% bigger than anyone else on the cover art of the DVDs. Richard, Richard Dean. I, I'm not surprised. He was basically the entire time coming to set whenever he wanted. Every line he said was improvised which is why it's so fucking funny because he's a funny man and half the time he's making fun of his you know macgyver character <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. uh he, his issue is just he was on some steroids but i think he could actually come in and give a competent performance it wouldn't be like val kilmer where you're like i'm so sorry you're struggling from throat cancer but man you were such a prick back in the day <laughs> yeah uh, hey tough. how about ed harris he's always busy <laughs> Badass. Always, always a cowboy. <laughs> always a... Loved him in The Rock. The Rock. He's still kicking ass here on Westworld. Um, he is, yeah. That, that show I got confused thing. with. Yeah, fair enough. There were so many other similar shows like that. Um, I mean, we just mentioned William Defoe. He's always showing up and kicking some ass. And he was... I would have liked that new Spider-Man way better had it just been him that came back. When they brought all those other fuckers back, I was like, no, these are the worst parts of all these other movies. Why did you bring Jamie Foxx back from Amazing Spidey 2? Why did you bring back Thomas, you know, Sandman from Spider-Man 3? No. <laughs> those guys sucked. I don't want to be reminded of how bad those movies were. <laughs> you think they're going to carry on those franchises now over at Disney? Oh, yeah. It, it's... I would not be surprised if we get till 2040 before critics finally say, okay, Disney, no more bribes. We're done with your movies, you know, <laughs> they flunk. It's a shame too. I mean, John and I have mentioned this endlessly. We want more of Angelina Jolie going out and kicking ass. We, yep. she's a competent director, I think, but it's not what I want. I want yeah. to see her in a sci-fi epic instead of doing voiceovers or being a you know retired mom. And producer and it's just like ah i can't win i guess some people just make that money and then they just want to do what they want to do rather than even our b movie guys you know is like they're getting up there in age so uh samuel jackson and freaking danny trejo you know are just kind of keep just showing up and just making cameos as opposed to being in the movie which is a shame but they are in some recurring tv roles now which is good yeah i tell you yeah. what, the, the last film I saw Samuel L. Jackson in, and it surprised me actually, because it was a really good film. It was Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh, God. I thought, I, I thought, um, who's, who's the other guy in it? Uh, Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. I think Chris Rock in that was brilliant. I, I've always, like, Chris Rock's been okay, but he's always been a bit too in your face and a bit too, you know. He was a comedian, and now I, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> get into that movie. I thought it was funny in a trashy way. Really? Ah, oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm just really not afraid. a fan of torture porn and all that. <coughs> it's like it's got to be My more like the same thing. Yeah. It's got to be My more wife's... like Hellraiser or 
Wishmaster or something like that, where I'm just like, I look forward to this, you know, like it can't, it's gotta, if you're not doing it, gonna do a cool monkey's paw or what have you, just at least, you know, do something that just really, you know, you are taking a chance, you know, you, you yeah. want to do this and instead of just sequel after sequel, feeling like it was related in name only and ah. Yeah, I think the thing that I loved about the Saw franchise before, obviously this one, well they, well, they tried to make a new franchise, whether they will or not, I don't know, is that they were all, they all generally had like a twist at the end, which I was surprised with. Regardless of the, the, the gore. And <laughs> that was the, what you know, made me just stuff. take to my bed. I was like, it doesn't add up with anything. I've just uh, seen. Uh, okay. But then again, I did it's predict that the guy the pulling the strings was the guy on the floor. I was like, yeah. It's always the dead. <laughs> unless you see for sure the body is dead, it's never not alive. <laughs> yeah, true. That's fair. Uh yeah. so I think we mentioned a lot of the tough guys out there. Um Sam Jackson is on this really wonderful Apple show that he might be getting some awards for, which is uh I forget the name of it, Spencer Gray or something like that. But yeah, it's just an elderly man growing up in modern day America and but yeah, like like you're saying, a lot of our beloved actors, they're kind of just, I can't blame them. They want to challenge themselves. But at the same time, I do secretly wish they could be in a cool kind of team up movie. And like half the cast of Ocean's Eleven, I thought was going to do similar movies like that. And they kind of did for a while. Brad Pitt was every once in a while in kind of a spy or an action packed mystery movie. And uh, Matt Damon, I think, is done after the Bournes and a few other war and Western movies, which is a shame because I thought he was a decent leading man. And Ben Affleck, his friend, seems to be doing a lot of that now, but he's still mainly directing. Yeah. I want to see more of his Batman. Oh, hell. When is The Accountant 2 coming out? That's what I'm waiting for. Marky Mark is okay, but much like J-Lo and Ice Cube, there are times where it's like, okay, you're playing yourself here. Okay, now you're actually into the role, and it seems like Peter Berg has been practically the only one who can get him to not play himself. I did like Ray Liotta, but rest in peace. Oh, man. That that was hard. That was so sad. You thought Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were going to outlive him? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I know. He looks like shit. And, <laughs> and he's still making films. He's, yeah, he's but I, films, what, yeah. Is he ma- what is he doing now when he's not producing or making sh- bullshit for that scandalous producer who was putting him 50 cent and bruce willis and morgan freeman in a bunch of movies together mm. uh freeman will always be around i don't think he's gonna punch anyone but um <laughs> well, he's god isn't he so you know right he's god he doesn't have yeah. to um <laughs> yeah i don't know what Pacino's up to i don't think he cares <laughs> yeah and so yeah how lame that tom cruise Drink some Scientology potions and he gets to outlive everybody. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, he will live forever. Yeah, they're going to cryogenically freeze his head until they can. <laughs> <laughs> and by that point, he will be raising a bunch of other idiots to take his place. <laughs> he just got to be, believe in the God of Scientology and aliens and say yes to everything and he'll be fine. Christian Bell, though, I do hope he makes a, a comeback doing more action packed stuff. Russell Crowe shows up and stuff every once in a while, but I think everyone just gets so sick of his off-screen misbehavior that 
it's just not as big a commodity now. Yeah, but like, what you got to think? What would we do with that amount of money and freedom? I think I'd be pretty nuts. I know you'd be pretty nuts. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Maybe. film that? Uh, what's the What's the film that um, Russell Crowe just done? Got all these it, movie stars. Yeah, it was kind of like um, where the road where it started off with Road Rage, and then he just stalked that woman. Oh, on him. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that was film. pretty that, good. Yeah, I, I don't like I don't like Russell Crowe. I think he's I just don't like his films. It's very prickly. Like yeah, but that was a bloody good film. Which brings right. us to the movie it was often compared to. It was often compared to Law Abiding Citizen, and it was like, yeah, yeah. Gerard Butler is our go-to guy. And yep. John did bring up that he's apparently in a lawsuit with Millennium Films, which is a shame. So it's like he won't be in any of these Expendables movies. It's always, always behind-the-scenes politics. Well, it's just like, yeah, if the check don't clear, I don't get to do yeah. business, which sucks because it'd be a lot of fun. I'm still waiting for some of his other films that are supposed to get released. Uh, there was one movie where he was on the run and he was like framed for his wife's death or something that looked pretty intense. I was seeing people compare it to Breakdown and uh, that came out. I didn't see it yet, but it seemed like it was decent. But I know he has that plane movie that that films. Yeah, well, so there you go. If that was by the same producers, <laughs> is that stalled? <laughs> Yeah. And it seems like everybody's got to be doing something video on demand and just to freaking <laughs> put food on the table, which sucks. Well, there's just so many more opportunities to get your content in front of people now these days, isn't there? Uh, you I mentioned, mean... yeah, you mentioned Accident Man. Uh, Ray Stevenson was in that. It would be cool to see him do something cool. Yeah. I reckon Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp should be brought back now. His uh, all his troubles are done, so I don't know. Action. I won't see his movies because no, he'll probably misbehave on set like he has done every other movie. So. <laughs> uh, it would be cool to see. I mean, Dolph will already always be around, so obviously, oh, just I, having a just having foot surgery, isn't he? You're going to have to slow down now he'll slow down but i mean if he just shows up and just punches a few people that'll be fine you know it's just, it doesn't have to be complicated it just shouldn't look like shit like some of those movies he was doing in between <laughs> you like castle food oh i do but i, I, I think he's i think he's kind of retired <laughs> no castle fools the um the oh yes was, yes yeah. yeah 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 i really like that one yeah i, I thought you said there was a Yes, Castle Falls, it was pretty cool. There's plenty of other people who could be doing something, but they're still just on the small screen kicking ass or doing something else like that. So, Yeah. We will see. Yeah. I, I just hope that any newcomer that comes out, that they get to, again, you know, if they can just be doing all these unmade movie scripts, that's fine by me, you know? <laughs> there must be so much out there. But you know, I think there is. I'm sure there's plenty of Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson type scripts that have yet to be made, and they just have to update it or make a few changes. And I think Hollywood's just scared of bringing out original, like a lot of the stream platforms. Well, because they don't market it. No, exactly. No, they don't. They wonder why it flops every time. Like, because you made it look like a music video that turned everyone off. 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get these small surprises, like the uh, Paramount released Orphan First Kill theatrically at the same time as on Paramount Plus, and it was the highest. Uh, it was number two at the box office that that week, with absolutely no market spend on it whatsoever. Wow. Even though it was available on Paramount Plus at the same time, it's still number two at the box office that week. So it shows you that you know things can happen. Totally. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-